0: Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi.
1: There we go. I could be brown. I could be blue. I could be violet sky. I could be hurtful. I could be purple. I could be anything you like. I could be brown. I could be blue. I could be violet sky. I could be hurtful. I could be purple. I could be anything you like. I could be brown. I could be blue. I could be violet (laughs) sky. I could be hurtful. I could be hurtful. I could be anything you like. This is cool.
0: This is very, very cool. This is very cool.
1: Hello, friends, and welcome to the Easy Dizzy Podcast, a podcast all about Disney travel planning and entertainment through the lens of mindfulness, behavioral health, and humor. I'll bet you my weekly allowance that you are going to enjoy today's episode. If you do, please be so kind as to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or please follow us on Spotify. That helps us get into more listeners' ears. Also, tell your BFF about us. We're pretty chill and minimally sus. No cap. Today on the show, we're talking Gen Z. Autumn is going to chat with us about using a trip to Disney or Universal as an opportunity to build independence with your adolescent kids. But first, we've got news, trivia, and mailbag with the M&M to my stan, Autumn. Hey!
0: (laughs) Thank you, M&M. To my
1: stan. To your stan. It's another Gen Z term, stan. Yeah,
0: there was a few things you said, and I can tell you,
1: I'm uh, like, that I'm it? not
0: Gen Z because I did not know what you were saying at all. And, well, and that makes me feel old.
1: I also don't know what I'm saying, so <laughs>
0: You're also not Gen Z There you go. All right. Well yeah, I'm ex- I'm really excited. So this is um you're gonna hear me later. I love working with adolescents. For those of you that don't know, I'm a social worker, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's the really been the predominant population I've worked with for almost eleven years. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to be on and talk about it, and um, I hope to continue conversations.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a great conversation. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Autumn, are you ready for the news? I'm ready. So we do the news a little bit differently here on the Easy Dizzy Podcast. We do highly suspect headlines. So I'm going to read Autumn some headlines, and she will have to determine whether it is legit or if it is fake news. Fake news. (laughs) That's right. All right, Autumn, let's go right into it. I'm ready. Disney's Eternals battles tepid reviews to a number one opening. So they opened number one at the box office, but they got tepid reviews
0: hmm those things sound like they don't go together Mm. i'm gonna say it's true
1: it is true yeah Yeah, so it it was the biggest draw at the box office this weekend 71 million dollars um
0: oh i understand the difference now
1: yeah but the reviews both from critics and fans including us were tepid
0: (laughs) 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 well yes that's right so we went to go see it. We dropped my daughter off at my parents' house. And we are like, hey, let's go do something. And they have, like, a movie theater 10 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was scrolling through. And for some reason, I missed that Eternals was a Marvel movie. Like, I had heard the name. And I was like, oh, there's this, there's this. It was like, I was listening to movies I didn't want to see. And oh, Eternals and Justin was like, wait, that's Marvel. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, definitely. So anyway, uh, we have a nice dinner. We go to see this movie. And I'm, like, a pretty – I love, like – I love Marvel. I'm 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 decent. I'm a I'm a significant fan
1: of the MCU.
0: Of the MCU, I yeah, I was really like disappointed and really honestly like underwhelmed. Mm. Like I haven't even thought about that movie once since we've seen it and that is like not how <laughs> That's Marvel true. normally I'm like day it's like days and then like I think about it more and then I think about like I I could like just go endlessly and think about the possibilities and think about the different like motifs within the uh, the storyline and this was like it, yeah. I felt like to me they there was like this rush to like tell a lot of some this story but there was like no detail like imagine like just no best and it's like a new story right this isn't like um, yeah. a char- character character story that we know this is the start of it so I just thought there was a real lack of depth with the characters with the general story and it was just like almost it was was a three hour movie it was long yeah um with very little depth
1: yeah i agree yeah i mean it was uh underwhelming is the word i would use too
0: and like that's not right i mean even if you're not like a super marvel fan underwhelming is just not a word so i'm not gonna say
1: don't go see it like if you Mm. like marvel movies go see it
0: i would tell you not to. i would wouldn't even waste seeing it in the theater
1: so, yeah, overall, I didn't think it was a terribly interesting movie. And I think, yeah, I haven't thought about it since The Ride Home yesterday. Or it, right? Yeah. I mean,
0: I don't even think it lasted The Ride Home. Yeah. Like-
1: I was done talking about it halfway through talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. I had a bag so- of salted peanuts that were delicious. <laughs> I really enjoyed them. It was much more economical than a popcorn and... They're just delicious. So, yeah. shout out to peanuts. Are, I, still, I have a, still tasting good out there.
0: Still tasting good through a real bad Marvel movie. Yep. I'm wondering what the like overall ratings are and what other what the tepid reviews are saying. Let Did me look up. I'll get
1: the Rotten Tomato on it.
0: Yeah, let's look at that. I, I think part of me too. I'm just like surprised, like and just kind of like, really Marvel, you put this out.
1: Wow. Okay. So it's a 48% on the Ooh. tomato meter. That's really low, with a somewhat high audience score of 81%.
0: What is that? What's the difference? They are, the Audience score the is
1: just the audience. Just like people. Tomato meter uh, factors uh, in uh, critical reviews and stuff. Like the critics. Oh, that's
0: interesting. 48 is pretty low, though. I mean, that's I can think of other low movies for that... That's a
1: movie. That's very low for Marvel. They typically aren't that low at all. That's probably let's, the lowest.
0: Let's look up what Shang-Chi is.
1: Yeah, Shang-Chi was 92%. 92 to 98
0: that's hot yeah. that's and that's like really high that's like as high as right to i don't think i've seen much maybe i've seen a 94 yeah no they get well. up there
1: but uh yeah so eternals it's not just us saying it wasn't very good and that's the news on eternals it wasn't very good sorry folks it Wasn't
0: very good so Spoiler. disney don't make any rides out of it
1: <laughs> what if they made like an eternals <laughs> ride and it was just really long and not much happened <laughs> <Not much happens. laughs> and everyone left kind of disappointed it was kind of a, it was the idea of a coaster
0: Well, and that just reminds me. It was like there's an idea of like this very important. And I mean, and when if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's talking about like basically a very, very, very important group of people. Like you might even say more important than any other group of Marvel superheroes, for sure. And like, you, there's you just you but almost you don't like feel, don't even realize that. Yeah. Like I, I had to like remind myself of that. Yeah. Like, oh wait, these are this this is who this group people so, I think they
1: they could have done more with like their backstory. Like they, yes. they've been around for like seven thousand years. yeah And throughout you know, history that they could have, that could have been a movie. You know, getting somewhere I don't know. Yeah. All right, you ready for the next headline or you want to talk about this for another eight minutes? I
0: could. You know, I could. could I'm really glad that you had some trivia on it though. <laughs> Because I'm glad that we talked about it. Um, and and if you have seen it, you're planning to see it, really, like, truly, and you're listening, write in and tell us, because I would love c- to continue to hear people's thoughts on it. Okay, ready okay. for the next one. I'm
1: going to delete those emails, because I'm done talking about Eternals. Well, I was I, done I'm talking not. about Eternals three minutes ago. I'm, I'm not done talking about it, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next headline. Disney announces a chance to win a trip to Disney World for a family of four with Remy's Ratatouille Adventure Sweepstakes.
0: That sounds like a great idea. I want to ride Remy. Hi, are you excited about riding Remy?
1: Why are you trying to get tails off me? What are I'm, you doing? No,
0: I'm just asking you a question. I was just thinking about my <laughs> Yeah, no, I
1: am. I'm, like, kind of excited about it. It's it not like cool. I'm more excited about Cosmic Rewind. So
0: here's a here's another story, mini story. I saw Ratatouille for the first time a year and a half ago. And yeah. It's, like, 14 years old at this point. And I loved it. And I was like, oh, this is why everybody loves this movie. So I'm The new movie
1: was 14-year-old. You weren't 14 years old a couple a year a year and a half ago. I just want to no. clarify. Oh. For the <laughs> audience <laughs> at home. <laughs> So we don't get any calls. <laughs>
0: I am not 14 and a half. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I'm more than double that age,
1: actually. I'm going to say that's false. It is true. It is true. So Disney will do oh, sweet eggs. They did one for the Mickey's Runaway Railroad.
0: Oh, I, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. All right, so it's through December 2nd, so oh. you've just got this month to do it. It's a four-night stay at the Walt Disney World Resort. Also, can we enter this? Yeah, we can enter this. Oh. And everyone at home can enter this. I'm going to put the link right, in the show notes, so please go ahead and enter it. Hmm. Uh, it's a four-night stay at the Walt Disney World Resort Hotel, round-trip airfare, a $500 Disney gift card, a welcome basket, one VIP viewing for uh, one of the resort shows, Five-day Walt Disney World Resort theme park tickets for everyone in your party. Uh, one memory maker product. <laughs> oh. Why do they say it like that? Memory maker, basically. Yep. Which includes digital downloads. All right. Listen to this. This is the kicker. One VIP resort tour guide for one day. Yeah. Uh. This is a good So what are the steak. rules that's for That's the first entering time I've seen this. this. You just go and enter it. Go on the website Can you and do multiple
0: it? times a day? Uh, once the, a day per person? I
1: didn't look at it fully. The Mickey's Runaway Railway, you could enter every day. And they're also going to give you a $100 box, box lunch gift card. They're, they're sponsoring this.
0: Wait, so that's like an entirely free trip.
1: They're like... Yeah.
0: ...transportation, Disney. gift card, did they mention food? Yeah. No
1: food, but they give you a $500 gift card, so that will cover your food for four days if you eat quick service. Yeah. So yeah, check it out, DisneyRemy'sRatatouilleAdventureSweepstakes.com, or just check the link in the show notes.
0: Oh, I'm really excited, because I would love to do that and enter something, and I'm always like, just then, they never give any... Yeah. So we're going to be entering
1: this. Oh yeah, heck yeah. And hopefully everyone out there will enter it. Yeah. And maybe you, there's only three in your family and you want to bring along um, someone. Uh, Autumn and I will uh, fight for that privilege. <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty> we will. <laughs> All right, you ready for another headline? Ready. All right, Disney to purchase Oculus VR from Facebook.
0: We Oculus just, VR, that's a about
1: virtual this. reality headset.
0: Yeah, and we are talking about how Facebook basically wants to create... And so, like, head virtual reality.
1: Facebook is, yes, like, rebranding they, as Meta.
0: Meta, that's it. I couldn't think of the name of it. Yep. And now Disney basically wants to buy that from yep. Facebook? Well, I'm sure they want
1: to, but is Facebook false? That is false. It's MetaQuest now. It's not. It's no longer Oculus Quest. MetaQuest and IL ILMX Lab, which is um, oh. Industrial Light and Magic Lucas Films' immersive oh. like, gaming department. Mm-hmm. They are presenting a special Quest 2 preview of Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge at uh, the downtown Disney district. Oh, wow. So basically, like, uh, they're demoing this virtual reality game. I'd be down. That's cool. If I was there, I would definitely check it out. November 21st to January 5th.
0: Cool. That's great.
1: All right. Ready for the last headline? Yes. Demand for Galactic Star Cruiser low. Many rooms still available in March of 2022. False. Yes, that is absolutely false. So according to the Walt Disney World website, there are no more availability showing for the first three months of the Galactic Star Cruisers and Voyages. Yep. The current uh, availability character begins in June of 2022. Wow. Yeah. That's good for them. I haven't booked one yet. So if you're interested, though, drop me an email at gmail at gmail.com. I'd love to talk to you about it. All right, Autumn, that's the end of Headlines
0: all right now it's time for a stumps j where i uh ask justin trivia questions and he tries his darndest to get the answers correct so uh let me know it when you're
1: ready More like does it correctly every time without sure. any issue
0: sure how many people visit disney world each day what's the average number of daily attendance kind of like non-pandemic right average daily attendance well right now it's low. So yeah, I would. I think this information came out pre-pandemic. So I would.
1: The uh, one hundred and twenty-five thousand per day. Yeah. Incorrect. So how much?
0: Yeah, you were uh, you overestimated there.
1: Fifty-three
0: thousand. Fifty-three thousand. Okay. Um, when Magic Kingdom first opened in nineteen seventy-one, the average was only ten thousand a day. Wow. Yep. A big jump. That's a big jump. All right, are you ready for number two? I'm ready for number two. All right, what is the name of the audio animatronic singer-slash-organist who performs daily at Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe?
1: Oh, I got this. It's a Sunny Eclipse.
0: Yes! Yep. Ding, ding. Good job. Okay. What is the motto for the It's a Small World attraction?
1: It's a Small World After All. Incorrect. <laughs> I'm gonna give you one more. Um, it's a world of laughter.
0: No, that is a good guess, though. That's I admire that. Thank you. The answer is the happiest cruise that ever sailed. Oh, okay, okay. So two more. What are the names of Big Thunder Mountain's six trains?
1: Oh, I don't know any of them. <laughs> I don't know any of them. You know. might know.
0: know. So last week we did a trivia on the jungle cruise boats. And yeah. you
1: nailed like all those. Well, you labeled them and I just told you that it was a jungle cruise. cruise. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the
0: the card, I don't know the train names. Right, I'll give them to you. I be hardy. Huh. I am brave. Huh. I am fearless. Huh. You be bold. Huh. You are daring. <laughs> and you are courageous. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Isn't that great? righty. What is the maximum score you can achieve on Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin? Uh,
1: 999,999.
0: Correct! Ding, 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 ding! Thank <laughs> you for playing Ace Stumps J. I think that's a record uh, score of correct
1: answers, Justin. Four out of four. Every time. No, uh, not four out of four. No one's surprised. All right, if that's all we've got for Ace Stumps J, It's time for Mailbag.
0: All right. I'm excited to see what we have in there.
1: So uh, it's not email today. I made a social media post and a post on Reddit. Okay. uh, Calling it uh, your favorite attraction described poorly.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: Kind of like describe your your job poorly. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That meme. So here's uh, here's the one I posted. Uh, An eight-minute sales pitch for a very long-term timeshare in upstate New York. Good space for entertaining. And the grounds are a real feature, but the salesman is pushy. You end up leaving before getting sealed in the deal, but end up making some permanent friends. Hmm. So yeah, I'm describing Haunted Mansion there.
0: Oh, that is Haunted Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so, and then I was like, no, maybe it's something else. And then...
1: All right. So I've got a few more. I don't want to put you through more quizzing, but I don't know other that way that how point? to do
0: it. No, but what's the... Um, do we get any, like, responses from that post?
1: Yeah. So here we go. I okay. Get- Alright, and so a bunch of people put in their responses. You wanna hear some? Yeah. You willingly get on a world spanning flight despite just dealing with Orlando International Airport earlier in the week.
0: Hmm.
1: What do you think that is? It's
0: either Soren or Flight of Passage.
1: Yes, well Soren. Yeah, Soren. <laughs> yeah, that one was the top voted one. We got some more. Here's okay. one, ready? Yeah. You almost throw up in someone's China.
0: Oh, teacups. Yeah,
1: teacups.
0: Oh, I like these. They're like riddles.
1: <laughs> You're at a nice hotel, but the elevators are maintained very poorly. The experience can be quite terrifying. Haunted Mansion. No, that's the uh, Tower of
0: Terror. Oh, oh yeah, they yeah. both have the elevator
1: Here's concept. One. Slow boat through produce. Come on. <laughs> Living,
0: Living up the land. land.
1: Yeah. All right, here's one. You ride through an oversized golf ball past old mannequins. Some of them move, some of them don't. It's slightly educational, and Dame Judi Dench is there.
0: I have no idea. That's
1: Spaceship Earth. Dame oh, Judi Dench narrates that. Yeah. I
0: never did Spaceship Earth, that's why I don't
1: Yeah, know. you did. did it's I? the Eurocentric retelling oh, of history. Oh, I did. Alright, this one's my favorite. hmm The coolest part is the literally groundbreaking inanimate animatronic. Literally groundbreaking?
0: The literally groundbreaking animatronic. That doesn't move.
1: Well, it's inanimate, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, it's an, anim- it's an animatronic. But it's not a real thing. Hmm. Okay,
1: tell me. Um, it's Expedition Everest. They got the Yeti there that doesn't oh. move anymore, and it because it broke the ground, it broke the foundation.
0: That's a good one. That is a good That's one. That's a good one. I really like that one. Are there more? I do like
1: these. Yeah, there's like a hundred of them. it's on yeah between between reddit and uh, the facebook page i I made this post on
0: this might be a fun add-in you know to like as a quiz to have listeners write in their guesses yeah yeah,
1: absolutely i really like that so anyone here listening please write in your favorite attraction explained poorly um yeah it'll be a lot of fun we'll read it on the air all right that finishes up news trivia and mailbag thanks that was a lot of fun we did that
0: it was a lot of fun we did that we did it we did it
1: so coming up next we've got a travel planning segment and guess who's in charge me that's right autumn's in charge so it's the travel planning segment on bringing adolescents along to disney world and using it as an opportunity to build independence
0: yes is that that right that's exactly what it's about so please stay tuned listen if you have adolescents have them join on in and listen and uh let us know what you think
1: the travel planning segment today we are going to talk about taking some adolescents along to Disney so for whatever reason you may decide to bring your children to Disney and maybe your children are now adolescents you might be wondering what is that gonna look like or or maybe hey how can I use this as a teaching experience you might say to yourself I haven't done enough planning for this trip uh, let's plan for one more thing. Let's plan for bringing my adolescent child to uh, Disney World. So today we have Autumn joining us. Hey, Autumn.
0: Hi, everyone.
1: Autumn works with adolescents. She also works with parents of adolescents. So I figured I she's a good person to uh, to help us out here.
0: Ah, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I work with adolescents. It's uh, probably the the definitely is the mo- the population. Um, that I'm I'm most passionate about uh, and I've done that for many years now Um, I'm a social worker so I work with families and teens in a variety of settings and uh, I'm really excited uh, to actually be talking about how we can uh, or what it can look like rather to bring your adolescent to Disney World Um, and if you have adolescents please invite them to, to listen to this give you a minute to to get them in the in the same room with you um, and just say hey I'm gonna to listen to this cool thing and I'd be like nah, that's cool and that's fine too Don't don't pressure them but if they are around absolutely um, have them join in and listen so up front I'm gonna say I am not feeling so great so my voice um, you'll probably hear will sound a bit off so today I'm gonna to be talking about um, ways to increase independence uh, for your adolescent, when you are going to Disney World, which is really, really exciting, um, I will also admit, for many of the families that I've worked with, many of the parents, that sounds uh, scary, yeah, and maybe a bit frightening.
1: Why do we want to increase independence?
0: <laughs> I'm going to talk about why. Keep listening. <laughs> if I haven't freaked you out already, um, keep keep listening. Um, so, adolescence, like I was saying, it's it's a time. There's a, there's it's a time of a lot of change, and um, the need and the the desire for them to begin to become more independent of the family is is really again a really healthy um, part of their growth Um, we expect it it's developmentally appropriate but again as as adults that are in that world and that care for them um, sometimes our brains can go right to the oh my goodness this is a scary risky thing but we're going to talk about how to really be able to mitigate those risks and reframe some of the ways that we look at these opportunities um, as scary and and instead look at them as opportunities that are really going to benefit them in the long term so i want to do a moment of reflection so for for all of you listening with adolescents at some point those adolescents weren't adolescents they were newborn babies and they were toddlers and just at about that toddler point that autonomy began to become very apparent and probably very quickly. And the the autonomy that we see in adolescence is really just a continued extension of of, uh, a natural desire for independence that starts really early on um, in in toddlerhood. And I wanna take a moment and, or I wanna uh, take a moment for all of us and just imagine what life would be like for you if your child never had any desire (laughs) <laughs> to be independent mm. they never had any no desire at all to do anything for themselves
1: okay so like hmm, I'm thinking so I was with Darwin today she's she's our almost two-year-old mm-hmm. and um, like I had to wipe her butt a couple times yeah for that would be an example
0: yeah, yeah. that would be well, and imagine but think of all the things that even at her 22-month stage she really wants to do like she doesn't even want us to do she wants like to imagine if she didn't even have that she didn't know there was no right that would be you would have an infant 24 7 so in those moments where you might literally feel like screaming because your adolescent wants to go off and do all these things it can be really helpful to kind of um Take a breath first and foremost, um, but then think about what life would be like if you had the opposite. And that sometimes can uh, level us out, level our mood or our frustration.
1: Like right right now it's it's easier for me to feed her and it's quicker. Yes. But if she doesn't learn, then is that what you're saying
0: yes it's Got a it. learning process and we all and and this is why too I feel super strongly again if you have teens bring them into the conversation because w- something that parents and teens can can almost all the time agree on is that they want to be like healthy adults that can go out in the world and make great decisions Got it. they want that adults want that so let's like start off from that point point. Okay. Um, and, and looking at that again the way you get there isn't through, like, waking up one morning and being able to, like, just make all those decisions, you know? It's practice. Mm-hmm. It's having them be in opportunities where you aren't around um, as, as the parent so that they can begin to um, uh, plan, problem solve, um, decode and learn about social cues and social situations. But if you are always there or you don't provide them those opportunities, they're, they're not going to learn. Mm -hmm. They're not going to learn that. And in fact, we know um, that when they are away from home, oftentimes what that does is increase risks, right? That they might be in an unsafe situation because they haven't practiced being being able to speak up for themselves or being able to problem solve or navigate some of the more complicated uh, social
1: situations that can arise. So we're proposing. So we're proposing (coughs) that. Disney World be one of these places where they can practice independence.
0: Yes, because it's a family. It really is a family environment. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's big. There's a lot of people. Sure. But, but it's a family environment. There is a lot of uh, adults around. Sure. It is also very open
1: and very safe too.
0: Like it's 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 there are um, now right. You could find. Things that might be scary to you in any place, yeah. But it, but as far as like um, family vacation spots, yeah, Disney is definitely
1: uh,
0: a, a place to go.
1: So so. You could have, hold on. Disney is definitely a place to go.
0: So yeah, Disney is definitely a place to go. Just because again, it is a pretty family-friendly environment yeah. and pretty open.
1: And talk about motivation. Like, yes. if, if you want to practice skills, you need motivation, right? And yes. I can see a lot of motivation for an adolescent at Disney World.
0: Yes. And say you have an adolescent, um, like, what does this look like in the park? So, this might be like being able to. Um, I don't know, go on the monorail by themselves if they want to go to another piece of the park. Maybe mm. you have other children that are a lot younger, mm. you know, and at one point they want to go do some of the younger, mm. right, kitty rides. The kids want to go to
1: Magic Kingdom, but the adolescent wants to go to Epcot.
0: Uh, right, or, or so maybe you have two adolescents. Maybe your adolescent uh, has brought a friend, you know, mm-hmm. or they, they meet someone there. So those are all kind of situations Whoa. where... So Darwin meets someone? They, maybe you meet up with another family is what I meant. Oh
1: make me nervous yeah no
0: you meet up with another family okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah so maybe they want to ride a, uh, uh, a ride um, separately from the family um, maybe so we've talked a lot about what happens when plans go awry, which we want to anticipate, and we talk about how to handle that. Um, So maybe, you know, there's a Genie Plus Pass that's gotten, um, but no one else wants to ride it, and it's the only one that they're looking forward to. So there's a certain ride that they want to go on. riding a ride alone. Yes, exactly, and riding a ride alone. So those are all examples um, of why it could be really helpful and a really great experience
1: and a great opportunity
0: um, to have your adolescents do these
1: I got one here actually yeah. you put the note uh, say the teenager wants to get up and rope drop but the family wants to have breakfast
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah that's a right that's another thing or um, maybe eating right you're you're all going to eat at one place um, and maybe it's not food that you're, you know, that your adolescent likes. Maybe the the, the teen um, has more dietary restrictions than the other part of the family, right? And maybe already kind of feels isolated, and so they have to go to another spot to get okay. food, you know? Okay. These are just, I'm just throwing out examples. Um,
1: <laughs> All right, so that's what we want. How do we get it?
0: So how, Exactly. So now we're going to talk about steps. So how are we going to increase the autonomy of your adolescent in Disney? Mm-hmm. So the very first thing I want you to do is think about... Um what are some of those opportunities, right? Like I just gave a few examples, but take time and yeah. write them down. If you're co-parenting, jot them down maybe even separately and then together. That can be a really interesting activity.
1: Wait, what what am I writing down?
0: Um what events that um are you might do you might have some concern or worry about okay. your well,
1: teen doing alone, right? Let's do let's do a thought experiment here and I'll be the parent and it's Darwin yeah. and she is What's, like, an acceptable age where you're... Where, well, you got to be at least 13 to be alone in the parks. So yeah. let's say Darwin is 15 years old. Yeah. And we met another family, and they seem really cool, sure. and there's a, a same-age peer. hmm And they want to go to a park together without us, a different park than the one we're going to. Yeah. That's the situation I'm in right now. Hel- and uh, help me out. I need your help.
0: <laughs> so... Um... <laughs> yeah so okay that's a big one that's a big one to step into the key number one is going to be to to channel thinking of these things that that you that you are noting are concerns mm-hmm. and changing the changing from thinking about them from risky mm-hmm. to being an opportunity for your team to really practice um, independence and do it uh, in, a, in a safe way. This is an opportunity for them to, to grow and for them to learn how to make decisions
1: on their own. Yeah, but she's 15 and she can't make decisions. She's just gonna eat ice cream. She's not gonna eat anything healthy. She's yeah. gonna get sunburned because so. she's gonna forget to put on her sunscreen
0: well it might be it might be What i will also say is we're leading into the next step is this is going to be a conversation okay. that you have with your teen so you're going to talk ahead of time with your teen okay. so i'm going to say again these aren't things that you decide and then tell tell your adolescent you do it along with them
1: okay so with my darwin example mm-hmm. I'm thinking she could eat unhealthy foods, Mm -hmm. she could get sunburned because she doesn't put on sunscreen, maybe she could even get heat exhaustion. So mm-hmm. these are maybe some of the thoughts, like, she's 15, yeah, but I'm, I'm worried about her.
0: Mm-hmm. I would ask you to, again, go back to that reframing idea, because in our in our head as parents, we're always thinking of, like, the worst-case scenario. And the intent in that is to protect our child. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, right? That's, yeah. that's always what's on your mind. But we also have to think about um, the fact that protecting our child can also be letting them safely gain the experiences to be able to be independent and to do so in a safe way so that leads us kind of into the next step which is going to be you're going to talk whatever the situation is so in this example right we have uh, our daughter is 15 uh, that wants to um, spend some time in a park with a friend so we're going to talk ahead of time about what that situation is and we're going to do that along with our teen. so we're not going to decide for them what all that has to look like we're going to do it with them and that is because Adolescents and us adults don't do well when we are just told to do something, right? Um, We are much more likely to follow a plan if we're a part of it. And again, having them be a part of this plan lets them show you, right, that they are involved and they are a part of this problem solving and a part of coming up with um, ways that they can be safe. Preach. And it also lets you, yeah, it also lets you um, get insight kind of into where they're thinking. Oftentimes, parents jump right into telling Mm -hmm. and they miss an opportunity. Opportunity to really hear about all the great things that the team might already be thinking about. All right, so we're gonna so sit gonna, Darwin down. Yep, yeah, and have a conversation. Have a so that you know they've presented this idea to you mm-hmm. and what you're gonna talk about is what the situation is, right? So like, here's a situation. Step two is going to be to talk with them about what are the safety rules or the ground rules going to be? And again, you can come up with this together. So some like, you know, the classic ones might be um, of course, maybe to like bring their cell phone to text you when they get to the park or the certain uh, ride that they want to go on to text you um, when they're moving from one point of the park to another point Put of the on park. Put on sunscreen before you go. Putting on sunscreen before, <laughs> before you go you know, maybe even sending you some pictures so you can physically see that they are okay, you know, whatever it might be, but talking about with them together. And again, doing this in a way, I'm talking to the parents listening, where you are, you're really showing excitement um, that you really want them to, to do this. And you're coming up together with the safety rules so that both can know that that you can be safe, right? And that this can be done in a safe way without them missing out on some really fun and great learning opportunities. So step three you're going to do along with your teen is reward when they follow the plan that you've created, right? So the plan is going to be, you you talk together about what the independent situation is, in this mm-hmm. case, going to the park with a friend. Mm-hmm. You talk about um, anything they might need in advance, like right? Like sunscreen. Like sunscreen, like a cell phone, maybe like an extra battery charger, mm-hmm. uh, a change of clothes, What? You know, whatever it yeah. is you decide to come up with together. Any other additional, you know, safety rules or? Uh, yeah. So, so then the next step would be reward adherence to the plan, which is great. So really being specific about what it is they did. So say they, they text you, they send you pictures, mm-hmm. um, they're 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 back either at the resort or they're back at whatever your decided meetup place is Mm -hmm. on time everything goes well and they had a great time the best way for you to reward you know your child following through with a plan is simply just letting them participate in that activity or a similar activity again um and it might also be uh maybe doing it again with maybe some less of the ground rules if you feel comfortable you know if those work cool so please, and, and again, verbally, though, letting them know, like, you know, it just, uh, you know, I was so proud of you. It really made me feel like you are responsible, you know, the fact that you checked in at this time, um, or if there was a change of plans, you you informed you, you know, they informed you as a parent. So just always being verbally specific, um, if you can, about what they...
1: If you had tons of fun without them, is that okay to tell them that? That you were like... you were? Yeah, you if were... you had a great time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think okay. they're going <laughs> to... I mean, maybe if they had, if I came back and had a miserable time, I wouldn't put that. What in if the something? Case, what but... if?
1: What if like? Um, mm-hmm. What if you got like picked to open up the Magic Kingdom and and they weren't there? Would you tell them or would you? I don't know. Yeah, like if you were the family picked to open the Magic Kingdom, I don't know, and they were at Epcot.
0: It. I mean, it would depend on some. T- I mean, some I'm might telling, not care about that. No, I'm telling Darwin though. It depends. (laughs) A lot of teens aren't going to care about that and also are not going to want to get up early during their vacation, which I (laughs) agree with. So, and then the last step is talking about like a backup consequence. So one of the the things i tell a lot of families is to expect right that at some point there'll be a hiccup right that that the, the plan it might not be fully adhered to and this again is also a conversation though that you don't decide on without the teen but that you do it along with them so and for, talk about what are for example, would be some consequences what would be
1: an example of like so like maybe she didn't follow the plan like she didn't she didn't um <laughs> answer the texts or yeah she didn't
0: So you'd want to thinking about what are some realistic consequences that match this situation. So again, you would have talked about this beforehand Mm -hmm. with the teen. Mm -hmm. So when they come back and right, they didn't follow one of those ground rules: calling in, checking in, texting you photos. They weren't. They were late. Uh, Oftentimes, right, just like we talked about, the best. reward is to do the activity right again pretty soon or whenever they have the opportunity a consequence might be that you know they're gonna they might miss the next opportunity
1: um to do it and
0: yeah and and that's but this is also something right that we've talked about beforehand yeah no no, it might not feel it might not feel good um you might also do this you might also um when they do have another opportunity to to go do something independently, maybe you increase some of the safety things. Like, you know, you might say, you know what, I I am not comfortable with you completely going alone because you had a little bit of, you know, trouble with it last time. But maybe I'll bring you, right? I'll bring you or I'll be in like a a general uh, vicinity of you and then I'll let you go do it, right? So the other thing is maybe not completely saying that they can't do it, but maybe adding some of the, yeah. So adding some more safety and that to be the a,
1: situation that would be a conversation too <clears throat> yeah yeah a couple of things that i'm hearing from you is that these need to be conversations we're having with the team not yeah. rules that we set
0: mm-hmm.
1: right so if and i've just in working with teens myself i found that when they, they are part of setting the rules not only are they more likely to adhere to them, but they're much more likely to accept the consequences, mm-hmm. especially when those consequences have been talked about ahead of time, you yeah. know, because they were part of that discussion. Right. So, like, I'm kind of joking around about, like, ooh, she's going to be mad, and mm-hmm. she will be mad, but um, I think that she will, will have a lot better chance of her, you know, accepting those consequences and working towards a better solution next time mm-hmm. if she's part of the conversation.
0: Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And, and, again, having them be a part of talking about what these are thinking about what the concerns are and what I want to say too I didn't add this and when you're talking about whatever like risks you're concerned of like I don't know they don't lose their phone they get lost um
1: they get a sunburn
0: you want to sure (laughs) You know, you want to state those concerns using I statements, right, and away from you statements. When anyone, right, when anybody makes assumptions about something we're gonna do, it doesn't feel good. And adolescents are chemically, because of what their brains are going through during this time, Um, more sensitive like the limbic part of their brain really is you know at the forefront (laughs) Uh, in charge of a lot of things. When you're expressing concern it's important to use I statements instead of you statements. So instead of saying you know I'm afraid you're going to get lost or you're going to make a poor decision or you're going to do whatever the thing is to say I'm concerned that this will happen instead of I'm concerned that you insert your teen um, are going to do this thing.
1: So saying like you're going to you're going to forget your battery, you're going to f- you forget the sunscreen, you're going to get all burnt up and be wrong. something like, I'm concerned <clears> that your skin health, or I'm concerned <laughs> I won't be able to get in touch with you yeah. if you don't bring your cell phone. Is that what you mean?
0: Yes, yes. You're, so you're stating, you're stating the concern in general. Uh, you're not explicitly saying uh, that the teen, you're expecting, right, that the teen is going to do this thing.
1: Can I say one thing? Yes. I think a lot of what you're saying, it applies to people. Right? Like, this is just a good way to talk to somebody.
0: Adults don't like this. No, adults don't like it. And, that, and that's why, again, it's so it's so it's it's a good skill. And, and the other thing I have to say is, your teens are getting older. They are not little, right? Mm-hmm. You cannot pick them up, nor can you be with them at all times. So the fact that a lot of parents, right, are in this transformation of having to be the full support, right, for their child... All of a sudden, you know, and I imagine again, I don't have an adolescent, I've just worked with them a lot that changes really quick and that's really hard, yeah. but it is really important for for parents to know that that idea of like you can't make them or stop them or control their decision is true yeah you can't you can't and you know when they, they as they get older you can't so uh,
1: this fifteen year old Darwin's mm-hmm. going to be voting in three years, crispy skin or not
0: yeah. Yeah. Right. And I mean, like, again, we can tell her, but bottom line is if she puts the sunscreen on or not, that's up, that's, that's it. Like we can't take, we can't go back in time and change that. And I want to review those steps again. So one yeah. is, you know, again, parents take some time to think about what some of those situations might be. Again, meeting another family member, maybe going off with an older sibling in the park, wanting to ride a ride on the other side of the park by themselves. Just brainstorm some of those ideas. Then I want you with your team to say, hey, we're going to Disney, let's chat. I want you to go do some things by yourself. I've heard you express that. Let's talk about what some of those things are. Step two, again, together, hopefully in the same place and time, you can talk about what some of those safety rules are. And, and again, really emphasize Hey, you know, I really, I'm really excited that you're getting older. You know, these are the ways. Maybe you can talk about some of the ways that they've shown you that they've been mature. Um, but as your parent, I also need to make sure still that you're safe. And so I just wanted to talk about what are some some safety rules we can come up with together um, that work for me and aren't embarrassing for you. Let's think about them and again. So you're doing that together. Step three is discussing together rewards for adherence to the plan which I I mean again talk with your team but oftentimes things like getting to participate in that same event um, or activity or a similar one is great or
1: more freedoms
0: or more freedoms or maybe less check-in times right some those are all good. And then step four is talking about, again, together, the, those consequences, which, again, you're going to want to think about ones that make sense along, you know, with your teen. And that will also be decided to get there. And those things, you know, simply can just be, you know what, they're going to miss the next opportunity to do something or maybe they, they get to do it, but there's going to be some more supervision
1: involved um, in that activity. I love it. Awesome. Yeah. I think you've given uh, some some great ideas here. Uh, I'd encourage any parents of adolescents, please write in. If you think we're being knuckleheads over here, uh, or if you've got some great things to add, please let us know. It's podcast at gmail.com, or you can just head right over to easydizit.com and yeah. uh, send us a contact email there.
0: So I encourage both parents and adults listening to... Um I'm sorry, parents and adults, parents and adolescents listening, to check out the book Brainstorm by Daniel Siegel if you can. It's really great. And it is written from both the perspective of an adolescent and a parent, which I think is really cool. It's done beautifully. It's an easy read, but it it talks um, more specifically about some of the the elements I was talking about regarding just adolescent development and adolescence, you know, just some of the things that, that they're going through in the brain and all that good stuff. So feel free to check that out. Awesome. I will link it
1: in the show notes. Perfect. All right, Autumn. Thanks for all the great info today. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, we had a hoot putting it together. Check out easydizit.com for more info about us, to contact the show, or to get the free character building sheet for role-playing a Star Wars character. Very helpful if you want to board that Galactic Star Cruiser in style. Hey, speaking of that Galactic Star Cruiser, if you'd like to learn more about it, or want to book a trip aboard the Halcyon, or really any other Disney or Universal vacation, please get in touch with me. I'd love to talk to you about it, and uh, yeah, I'd happy to help you and your party through uh, the character development process, or just otherwise getting ready for your trip. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok. Easy I've been putting up some fun Disney limericks inspired by the attraction explained poorly meme we were talking about earlier. So there's there's a couple funny ones on there. A couple chuckles. All right. Until next time. Easy dizit.